The account of King David and Solomon here in the book of 1 Chronicles is largely devoted to David's preparation for Solomon's building of the temple and to David's instruction for the temple service. The biblical idea of God's temple is, is really a very extensive and fascinating study. It goes deep into the idea of the presence of God, but we have to set that aside for another time because that's not going to be the main focus for our text. Today, we're going to focus on how people from the previous generation can help prepare the next generation in fulfilling God's will for their lives, specifically by looking at the, at the account of King David and King Solomon. Now, probably, for, for many of you listening to this message, you immediately categorize yourselves. Tama ba? Iniisip nyo, saan ba ako? Saan ba ako nakalagay? <laughs> sa previous generation ba ako? Or sa next generation? Okay? Question. Tingin nyo, nasaan kayo? Nasa previous or nasa next? Yung iba nagpapanggap, nasa next generation daw sila. And I'm just kidding. But, you know, to tell you the truth, I want, I want to tell you this, that all of us can relate to this message. And the reason for that is because lahat kasi tayo, we are always, we are always in between generations. Yes, all of us. I'll give you a very simple example to prove my point. Example, if you were born in the 80s, sino sa inyo, you were born in the 80s, generally, yung previous generation in reference to, in reference to you are the people who were born in the 70s. Tama ba? Well, the next generation for you are the people born in the 90s. Generally lang naman. That just, um, just goes to show that all of us, we are always in between generations. So there, there will always be a group of people after us whom we can reach out and help prepare for what's up ahead, right? Kasi yun yung topic natin, how can we prepare the next generation for success, right? So again, every one of us, we're in between generations, so we can prepare the next generation to help them fulfill God's purpose for their life. Okay, so let's go to our text. First Chronicles 22, 7-8. to Sabi dito, David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house to the name of the Lord, my God. But the word of the Lord came to me, saying, You have shed much blood and have waged great wars. You shall not build a house to my name because you have shed so much blood before me on the earth. Here, in, in this passage of Scripture, it's very clear that King David wanted it in his heart to build a temple for God. Gusto, gusto niya talaga gawin yun. Pero when God spoke to him, God had made it very clear to him that he was not the one who was going to build a temple for him. Proverbs 19.22, Sabi that many are the plans in the man's heart, but it is the Lord's purposes that will prevail. King David's life has been a life of war and battles. He led Israel to many victories that eventually led to peace in the land. Ito yung legacy ni King David. And this is what he left King Solomon with. It took King David many, many years. But God's will for him and his generation was finally accomplished. Now, after David fulfilled God's purposes in his generation, God had made it very clear that, the one, that one of the next milestones that God had for the nation of Israel was the construction of the temple. And this was to be done by King Solomon, David's son. So, ano matututunan natin dito? Here's one thing we can learn here. Ito ah, iba-iba yung 
very specific purpose and calling ni God for each generation. Iba-iba yung calling and purpose ni God for each generation. If you look at the Bible, ito, God had different purposes and directions for each generation. From Abraham, the father of our faith, to Isaac, to Jacob, to Joseph. Diba? Joseph let, helped lead Abraham's descendants to Egypt during a time of famine. Do you remember that? Then, their numbers grew exponentially. Later on, they cried out to God because of the oppression they felt in Egypt, right? God then raised Moses to save them from the slavery of Egypt. After that, Moses passed on the torch to, to Joshua. Joshua now helped them conquer the promised land na hindi na natapakan ni Moses. We see all these different characters in the Bible fulfilling their different purposes that God had called them to. All of us have a specific calling and purpose from God for our generation. Question is, ano kaya yun? Okay, let's ask God. I hope that we will be a people who will be discern, discerning of God's will for our generation and our time. Kasi iba-iba yan per generation. We have to be secure of our calling and purpose for our own generation. We don't have to compare ourselves to what God has called people in the previous generation and what He will call the next generation to do. Does that, does that make sense? When it comes to the purposes of God, we will, not, ito, we will not be able to fulfill all of God's purposes in one generation. We have to build strong relationships with different generations so we can fulfill the purposes of God across time. Right? Every time we think of generationship, hopefully, we will have a, a relay race in mind. And about relay race? A relay race is a racing competition where members of a team take turns completing parts of a race course or performing a certain action. The runner finishing one leg is usually required to pass uh, to the next runner a stick-like object called a baton while both are running in, 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 that, in that race. Tama ba? When we think of generationship, I hope that we will think of it as a relay race and not a sprint. Sa relay race kasi, you need your whole team in order for you to win the race. Pag sprint lang, it's all just dependent on one person. The same is true with regard to the purposes of God. The purposes of God can never be completed in one generation alone. This is so much bigger than us. This is a partnership across all generations. So again, it was Solomon who was assigned the task by God to construct the temple. 1 Chronicles 22.9-10. Let me read that for you. Sabedon, Behold, a son shall be born to you, this is God talking to David, who shall be a man of rest. I will give him rest from all his surrounding enemies. For his name shall be Solomon, and I will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days. He shall build a house for my name. He shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish his royal throne in Israel forever. God was so clear with that. God is clear that uh, with what he wanted to accomplish in Solomon's generation. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will agree with me. Let's be discerning of the purposes of God for our generation. But not only uh, that, we have to help the generation following us. We have to prepare them so that they can fulfill God's purposes in their generation. Right? Because at the end, of the end of the day, it's all about God's will and God's purpose. Amen? Amen. Okay. 
So having said that, our question now is this. So ito na pa yung main points ng preaching natin. And this is the question that we want to answer. How can we help prepare the next generation in accomplishing God's purposes for our lives? Yan. Again, lahat tayo, we're all in between generations. We will always have a next generation whom we can help prepare for so that they can fulfill God's purpose for their life. So in the text that we read, the, the good thing is King David gave some great godly advice to King Solomon that if Solomon faithfully followed, will ensure his success in accomplishing God's purpose for his life. So let's read that. First Chronicles 22.11, sabi dito, this is David talking to Solomon. Sabi niya, Now, my son, the Lord be with you, so that you may succeed in building the house of the Lord your God, as he has spoken concerning you. One of the keys to, to success in fulfilling God's will and purpose for our lives, in our generation, next generation, is knowing this, knowing that God is with us. Amen? For our generation today, in this day and age, how do we know that God is with us? Question. How, how can you be sure that God is with you? If you're listening to this message and, ito, and you've received Christ in your life as Lord and Savior, if you receive the gospel in your life, then, then you can be assured. We can be assured of God's presence in our lives today because of the gospel. Right? Because Christ is Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Amen? Amen? Guaranteed na tayo that God is for us. Yeah, more of that in, the ne- in next week's preaching. Pero sure na tayo dyan because God is with us because of the gospel. Now, we have the gospel in our, in our lives. Amen? Ito, if, if now we want the next generation to succeed after us, then the, but it's crucial that the baton of the gospel of the, our Lord Jesus Christ must be passed on to the next generation. It is our duty. It is... It's supposed to be our joy and our responsibility to preach the gospel to the next generation. Naniniwala ba kayo Do you agree with that? Amen? Kasi apart from the gospel, in our time and age today, we are all enemies of God. It is only through the gospel that we have become adopted to the family of God. So if the next generation does not have the gospel with them, then God cannot be with them because they're God's enemies. They need to receive the gospel in, our, in their lives. That's why... This is my admonition to everyone. We must make every effort to preach the gospel to the next generation. Preach the gospel to the next generation. Now, as a church and as a movement, we do this as a whole, one of our callings is to reach future leaders. For our movement, God gave us a crystal clear call to reach the campus because we know and believe that this is the place where the future leaders of society will be. We take this so seriously, this mandate from God, that we embed it in our mission statement as a church. For most of you, you don't know this, ang alam nyo lang mission statement natin is honor God, make disciples. Pero may, may, may expanded version po yan. Ito po, tala, uh, ito po talaga yung totoong mission statement natin. Let me read that for you. This is our mission statement as a church. We exist to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, Spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches, and, nabasa niyan, kita niyan, and campus ministries in every nation. This is one of our main strategies as a church so that we can ensure that the next generation will continue to honor God and make disciples in their generation. 
Currently, we have over 450-plus campus missionaries in the Philippines, reaching out the next generation in the campuses. Some of you may think, wow, grabe, and dami na palang campus missionaries. But compare that with this, huh? compare that with the 27 million-plus students that we, we need to reach out to, we have a very, very long way to go. Hindi pa po madami ang 400. Right now, even though ito, physical classes have stopped, tuloy-tuloy pa rin po ang online classes ng mga kabataan. So, we admonish you, for all of you listening to this message online, we admonish you to please pray with our campus missionaries as they do whatever it takes to reach out students kahit sa online world. Okay? Iba kasi sa inyo, baka inisip, ay walang physical classes, so baka walang trabaho mga campus missionaries. Hindi po totoo yun. Ano, hirap na hirap na po sila. <laughs> Hindi naman, no, hirap na hirap. Pero mahirap po ang ginagawa nila ngayon. Mahirap na dati sa physical mag-reach out. Pero ngayon, mas mahirap pa. Imagine mo trying to reach out students online, virtually. So please pray with our campus missionaries as they do this as a full-time job. So again, first, ito yung first point natin. First, sana we preach the gospel to the next generation. It is through the gospel today that God can be with us. And when God is with us, that's a great assurance for us that we'll be able to accomplish the, the purposes of God in our lives. Amen? Amen. So preach the gospel to your area of influence. Um, hopefully, may mga kilala tayong next generation people, so just continue to preach the gospel to them. Pero again, as a church, as a movement, this is how we uh, trans- put this into practice. Eh. We reach the campuses, the future leaders of this nation. Okay? So that's the first thing. Next, it doesn't just stop with preaching the gospel to them. Ito kasi, kasi, di ba, mindset, usually na madaming kristyano sa mundo, ah, basta natanggap mo na yung gospel, rinisibo na si Jesus, okay ka na. No, it doesn't stop there. Ito, in the text, David encourages Solomon to live a lifestyle of obedience to God. Let me read that with you. First Chronicles 22, 12-13. Sabi dito, sabi ni David, again, this is David talking to Solomon, only may the Lord grant you direction and understanding that when He gives you charge over Israel, you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will prosper if you are careful to observe the statutes and the rules that the Lord commanded Moses for Israel. Ito mga words si King David kay Solomon, it echoes a passage of scripture we're very much familiar with, Joshua 1.8. Do you know that um, scripture? The Word of God teaches us that if we live a life of obedience to the Word of God, then prosperity and success, according to God's definition of them, follows. If we want our generation, if we want our generation to successfully fulfill the purposes of God, one of the most important things that we need to do is to live a lifestyle of obedience to His Word. If we live, uh, live. If we live a lifestyle of obedience to the Word of God then success and prosperity according to God's definition will follow. Do you believe that? I believe that a huge part of God's will ito, is about people living transformed life marked by righteousness and integrity. But not only for individuals, but I believe part of God's will is we will see relational peace amongst people and the triumph of justice and society in the world. Amen? If we just see our generation and the next generation all following and obeying God's word, then we will surely see a transformed society and world for God. Amen? Do you believe that that is God's will for us? Yes. If we really think about it, if people will just obey God's word, then the world just really becomes a better place. 
Because a lot of the wrong things in the world that we see today, if we trace it to its root cause, it's really, cause, it's really because of sin and the disobedience of men to the Word of God. Many of the corruption that we see in huge, huge institutions in the world today it's really, can really be traced because people don't fear God and they, they don't obey His Word in these places. I hope and pray that we are able to disciple the people who are in these institutions for Jesus. Kasi pag ma-disciple yung mga yan, na-receive nila yung gospel, tapos mag-obey sila sa word ni God, magta-transform talaga yung mundo natin. Naniniwala ba kayo doon? I hope so. And this is why we are so passionate all the more about reaching the next generation. Why? It's because if we just disciple the next generation well, imagine nyo sa Philippines, 20 plus million students, if we teach them the obedience to God's word, ito mga next generation na minamaliit lang natin ngayon, maybe, for some of us, because they will be our future leaders. If we disciple them well, then we are guaranteed of a transformed society. That's why teaching people, our generation and the next generation is crucial for us in fulfilling the purposes of God in this world. So and that's the second thing. Obedience to God is important. Sana sa atin, we lead by example, and this is how we prepare the next generation for success. Ano pa? Next. Knowing that God is with us and by obeying Him in every area of our lives, by the, with the help of His grace, yun pa lang, eh, knowing God pa lang, tsaka obeying eh, His word. Basta alam mo lang, nandyan si God para sa atin, lagi, tama ba? Basta alam mo lang, nakikita mo yun. Um, then, Sorry, may nahulog po dito sa, ano. <laughs> Nawala ko. At sinusubukan naman natin, di ba, na i-obey si God, right? As much as we can. Basta alam mo lang, andyan siya. And uh, we, we try our best in obeying His commands by His grace. Then ideally, this should lead us to an attitude and mindset of being strong and courageous in Him. That's the third thing. First Chronicles 22.13 Be strong and courageous. Fear not. Do not be dismayed. Sinabi ni David yun kay Solomon. When we live out God's purposes, dapat we should have a boldness and an audacity in going forward with this plan for our lives. Kasi purpose ni God yan eh. We know that, one of his plan, that none of His plans for us can ever be thwarted. Kasi if it's His plan, it, it's His plan for our lives, sure na mangyayari yan. But, ito, if we go through life half-hearted, then I believe that that kind of mindset and attitude will negatively uh, work for us. Our output and plans um, might, uh, might not uh, progress in terms of fulfilling God's purposes for our lives. Kaya sabi ni David kay Solomon, be strong and courageous. Do not fear. And let me share to you something. Did you know this? Uh, I love to study the lives of some of the most successful men in the world, you know, billionaires or great athletes who love their craft so much. One of the things that a lot of them have in common is this. I learned this. A lot of them, um, uh, they try to conquer their fears. They take risks and they're not afraid of failure. There's something about fear that makes you give less than 100% to your craft or what God has called you to do. Kung yung mga successful people na, na, na mga ito nga, yung mga pinakita ko sa picture, they're so fearless in what they do. Many of them are not Christian. Tapat all the more tayo rin. Fearless, strong, and courageous in God. Kasi knowing that God is with us and we strive to live a life that obeys His word, 
right? That, but that should give us the courage we need to fulfill God's purposes for our life. So part of what we want to teach and impart to the next generation is that boldness and being strong and courageous in God. Because God is with us, eh? Amen? Yan. Second to the last thing that I want to share in the text. Sabi doon, um, after we've made sure that we've trained and taught the next generation to fully trust in God, then it will also be helpful to give them the appropriate resources and tools that will help them be successful in their craft. First Chronicles 22, 14-16. Yun yung ginawa ni David for Solomon. He gave him the resources that, that will set him, up, set, set him up for success. Verse 14, sabi doon, With great pains I provided for the house of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, and bronze and iron beyond weighing, for there is so much of it, timber and stone too, I have provided. To these you must add, you have an abundance of workmen, stone cutters, masons, carpenters, and all kinds of craftsmen without number, skilled in working, gold, silver, bronze, and iron. Arise and work. The Lord be with you. Dahaming binagay ni David kay Solomon, di ba? Fourth thing, we have to supply the next generation with resources and tools that will help them fulfill God's purposes for their lives. But again, this is the fourth thing. I just want to point this out. This is the fourth thing. Sana hindi lang ito yung binibigay natin sa next generation. Hindi lang ito iniiwan natin sa kanila. The better legacy we can leave them is helping them build strong faith in God. Right? Yun yung first three things. Na kung may resources ka, great. Okay? Iba sa inyo, iniisip, Pastor, wala akong resource like that of King David. Well, whatever you can give them, okay, that will set them up for future success. Hindi naman kailangan sobrang dami mong bigay sa kanila. But whatever God has given to you. Now, lastly, ito, last thing that we must do so that we can prepare the next generation for success is this. We must rally our generation to support the next generation. Rally our generation to support the next generation. David, in verse 17, David also commanded all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not given you peace on every side? He was talking to, the, to his leaders now during this time. For he has delivered the inhabitants of the land into my hand, and the land is subdued before the Lord and his people. Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. Arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God may be brought into a house built for the name of the Lord. Here, David rallied all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon, to give him their support, which they've given King David all these years. The next generation, the next generation will probably not yet have a platform and a voice to many people in the world because they are new, new kid on the block, diba? The tendency, usually tendency, tendency of the previous generation is to look down and despise the upcoming generation. Kasi in their minds, iisipin nila ito. Ito yung iisipin nila. Wala pa naman experience yan. Ano ba naman uh, kaya nila gawin? May gatas ka pa sa bibig, di ba? Punasa mo muna. However, if the current generation, ito, if the current generation sees their generation all out supporting the next generation, the influence uh, that, uh, and voice, uh, that influence and voice will help them see the next generation in a different light. Matutulungan talaga sila nito. Let me give you some couple of examples in, in uh, my journey as a full-time minister. 
Um, alam ko naman, obvious naman po, medyo bata po po ako, diba? Yung itsura ko, obvious na obvious pa nang. Alam ko po si Ljovic nag-preach last week, pero mas bata po ako sa kanya. <laughs> Sige, nakikinig si Ljovic sa comment section. So, when I was new in the church, one of the things that helped me have a voice and gain the respect and influence of those who have gone ahead of me, kasi madami sila, are my leaders in the ministry whom I look up to. Natulungan po talaga, na, natulungan po talaga ako nito, big time. First, Pastor Nixon, my first boss here in this church. Every time I was set up for a new leadership position, and that po kasi I was the campus director, then I became the administrative pastor of this church. He will always endorse me to the people who've gone ahead of me. Since I was so new to the team, and madami tayong mga minister heads who were way more advanced in years. Okay, hindi ko na lang po sasabihin sino sila. <laughs> Pero in all, all honesty, I was intimidated by those who've gone ahead of me kasi bagong-bago ako. In my mind, wala pa nga ako nagagawa. What can I do to win their support as we fulfill the, the plans of God together? But because Pastor Nixon supported me and endorsed me, uh, me to them well, then I was able to get a good head start in terms of having that influence and voice with my colleagues. Next, I also want to honor Pastor Richie, our senior pastor who always continually believes in me even though a lot of times I do not believe in myself, Pastor Richie would always empower me and encourage me to preach the word. And I'm thankful to God for his life because I really feel how much he believes in the next generation, like me. Pastor Richie, kung nakikinig po kayo, totoo po, ako po next generation. <laughs> so having said that, all those things, having said all those things, here's something to think about, okay? As I close this message, think about this. Are you... Preparing the next generation well so that so they can live out the purposes of God in their life. Are you preparing the next generation well so they can live out the purposes of God in their life? First question, are you preaching the gospel constantly to the next generation? The gospel is the foundation and the A to Z of Christianity. We must constantly live a life that relies and depends on the gospel. In the gospel we are reminded that God is always and constantly with us. Second, are you making disciples? Are you teaching people to obey everything God has commanded us to do? The more and more people we see living a life of obedience to God, the more we will see the purposes of God unfold in this lifetime. Gusto nyo ba yun? Amen. Third question, do we help the next generation people to put their confidence and strength in God and God alone? Never fear, because if it's God's will, we are sure that it will come to pass. Be strong and courageous in God. Fourth, do we help the next generation by providing them with ample resources? And lastly, lastly, do we inspire and encourage our generation to support and believe with, with the next generation? Folks, this is why we're doing this series. This is a plea and call for all of us to support and believe with the next generation. As we preach the gospel and make disciples of the next generation, we will continue to see the plans and the purposes of God unfold, not just in our lifetime, but also for the future. Let's do whatever it takes to disciple the kids as young as they are. What we say and teach them will mold their way of thinking growing up. Also, let's believe God that as we change the campus, we will change the world. Amen? Amen.